It is Tuesday, July 30th, and this is The Rally. Hey everybody, Adam Giardino with you, and it's time for another episode of The Rally. Scranton, Wilkes-Barre, they picked up a win, they snapped a three-game losing streak, they won in walk-off fashion a thriller last night over the Syracuse Mets. Let's jump into the highlights, and for the Rail Riders, it started with a run in the first inning. Both Mike Ford and Tyro Estrada singled to begin the game off of starting pitcher Chris Mazza, and the Rail Riders played it a run in that first inning to take a one nothing lead. But then Syracuse grabbed a lead with a two-run home run by Braxton Lee. It was 2-1 at that point. They added a run in the fifth inning, and it was 3-1 going into the bottom of the sixth. But that was when the game started to turn for Scranton-Wilkes-Barre in that bottom of the sixth inning. Tyro Estrada singled to begin the frame before a pop-out and then a walk, putting two runners aboard. And that brought up Trey Ambergie, looking to cut a slice out of a 3-1 deficit. The ball's in a strike. The pitch, swinging a sharp ground ball, left side, base hit. Runner gets the wave home. Frazier hustles to the plate, is bobbled by Alcantara. Throws back to second behind Bravic Valera. That's not in time. Frazier scores the bobble. Doesn't ultimately affect too much. Frazier was being waved home anyway. And it's 3-2, Syracuse on top. The Rail Riders making some noise in the bottom of the sixth inning. Just a couple of pitches later, with the Rail Riders trailing 3-2 and a couple of runners aboard, Eric Kratz came to the dish. Runner bluffs off of second, the 0-1 pitch home to Kratz, swinging a ground ball down the line, and it sneaks through the third baseman Tejada into the corner. One run scores, that's Valera. Ambergy gets waved home. The throw goes to the plate, and it's offline. It's a go-ahead two-run double for Eric Kratz. It's a three-spot so far here in the sixth inning. The Rail Riders are on top 4-3. The Rail Riders had a lead, and they wouldn't trail the rest of the night, but Syracuse tied it in the top of the ninth inning on a wild pitch, and so scranton Wilkesbury came to bat in the bottom of the ninth with the bottom third of its order due up. The first man up goes Kato struck out, but the next man up, was Wendell Riho. Here's the 2-2. Riho turns on one. This to the warning track, the wall. Adios and via con Dios. Wendell Riho with a walk-off homer. He just missed earlier in the night. This time clears the wall into the bullpen and Scranton Wilkesbury with a walk-off blast of its own. 5-4 Rail Riders walk it off and moves it. A real thriller for the Rail Riders and a thriller for Riho himself, who's now hit three home runs over his last 12 at-bats. He's not much of a power hitter, but he came up with a huge grand slam on the road in Columbus and an even bigger swing to win the game for the Rail Riders last night. J.P. Fireisen, who gave up the run in the top of the ninth inning on the wild pitch, Picks up his eighth win of the season. He's 8-1 and one out of the bullpen for Scranton-Wilkes-Barre. Jacob Rame, the loss. He's 3-2 and two for Syracuse. The season is nearing its close, and for Scranton-Wilkes-Barre, we are past the three-quarter pole of the season, and so it's time to check in again with manager Jay Bell. He's in his first year at the helm of the Scranton-Wilkes-Barre Rail Riders, and Bell gives the status update for his team and where he thinks the team is right now compared to his expectations at the start of 2019. I don't know uh, that uh, that my expectations have changed at all since the uh, opening luncheon or dinner this year. You know, I told the fans that were there they'd be proud of this team, that my expectations for them was to, to go out and play hard, to uh, represent the Yankee organization 
uh, well and, and uh, the city of Scranton well. I think they've done that. Uh, we have played good baseball. It is exciting to see where we're at. My expectation for them is to continue to play hard. Listen, there are times where I look out there and I see a little bit lack of hustle down the lines from time to time, and I cringe a little bit. I have to remember that it's a long season, and yet, you know, there's not it's not hard to put a little bit of effort into it too. So they've been held accountable. I've, I've talked to them individually and as a group uh, throughout the course of the season. Their expectations are to uh, continue to go out there and, and play well every day, prepare to beat their opponent every day. This is a difficult time of year, especially now uh, with uh, the trade deadline coming up. It is a hard date this year, uh, unlike in years past. And so guys are, uh, rumors are out there that some of these guys may end up uh, on different teams. And it may be uh, the, the fact, but one of the things I expect whoever the players are, to finish up the last 34 games of the season. I want them to get out there and represent themselves and the organization and the city of Scranton very well. Unlike the big club, this team has been very healthy up until, save these last couple of days, putting Zach Zaner and Ryan McBroom on the injured list. It's a testament to Darren London. It's a testament to Brad Hyde and how they get these guys ready on a daily basis. I think it's you're hard-pressed to find another minor league club that has had, and I don't I hope it doesn't turn into a slew of injuries from this point on, but that we've been this healthy this far through the year. I've been really pleased with what has happened this year as a, as a team. We have stayed relatively healthy. I think we've had, other than the guys that started the year on the, on the disabled list, We've we've only had about six guys that have that have been active that have gone to the disabled list, and uh, I am extremely maybe seven, but I've been extremely pleased with that. To your point, Darren and and uh, Brad have done an extraordinary job with the guys to keep them uh, to keep them ready to uh, uh, perform every day, uh, but. Uh, they can only do so much. It has to. It, it all falls on the players as well, and those guys have prepared themselves extremely well, not only to beat their opponent but also to stay physically capable or able. And uh, you know, it was kind of a kind of a unique situation the other day with with Ryan McBroom. Ryan goes over, makes makes a terrific catch at the dugout, and you know the handrail comes out and hits him in the ribs, bruised ribs. And then, of course, a day later or two days later, he ends up with a little bit of strep throat. And so maybe it was a good time for him to get injured, uh, keep some, kept him uh, away from the clubhouse a little bit, allowed the guys to stay uh, relatively healthy from a just a physical standpoint. But you know, Zach, I think is that we could have probably kept him off the DL, but it worked out fine. You know, give him a chance to just take a little bit of break, and uh, both those guys should be ready to go by the time we return here from uh, from our next uh, short road trip finally for you as we now have louisville off of our schedule the rest of the way which i'm perfectly thankful for uh, what are you looking forward to most in the final month of the season is it how these guys finish up is it a little scoreboard watching standing watching trying to lead to the playoffs what's something that's going to keep you motivated coming to the ballpark on a daily basis yeah i, I would I'd be lying to you if I wouldn't uh, if I didn't tell you that I'd look to see what the teams behind us are doing. It's just kind of a na- natural thing to do. I don't worry about it a whole bunch, but I, I do look, you know, just to see. 
I expect the guys to come to the ballpark and to prepare well every day. That's it's, it's what the message has been and will always be. You know, a lot of times you can't you can't control some things that go on, but you can you can't control the effort that you put into your daily routine, and you you can supply the energy that it takes to get out there and to get after a team uh, you know on a nightly basis but this this team i've been real proud of they've done an extraordinary job i think we've i think the number's up to 66 different players have been through our doors this year i don't even know what the number of uh, of moves that we've made but i am extremely proud of the guys that we've had they have um, all bought into the to the uh, to the message they enjoy coming to the ballpark and uh, I am I am uh, very proud and, and thankful to have had this time with them. Big thanks to Jay for being our pregame guest, and thanks to you for making the rally part of your day today. Scranton Wilkesbury has an early ball game, twelve oh five first pitch for Scranton Wilkesbury coming up here at PNC Field. Pregame coverage with Adam Marco and me begins at eleven thirty five a.m. on the Rail Riders Radio Network, the Tuned In Radio app and on the MILB First Pitch app as well. I'm Adam Giardino. Follow me on Twitter. I'm at Adam Giardino, G-I-A-R-D-I-N-O. Thanks for listening, and we will talk to you later today.